Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Stepping out of bondage and grabbing hold of God's promise. Circumstances can't stop me, and neither will they block me. Today I feel unmovable. Nothing's impossible. To walk on water, to calm the sea. Well, good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining me, Dawn Marie Alexander Borsico, your host of the Process 319 Unleashed. I hope that you guys are having an awesome, powerful, and exciting morning or day, whatever time you happen to be listening to us on the air. Well, as you know, we get a do-over every day that we wake up. We get to do it over. Oh, and guess what? If we recognize at any point of our day that maybe we could have done something better, we get to do that over also. It's an awesome thing to wake up and have 24 hours to get it right. So I hope that you guys are having a great day. And you know, we always open with a word of prayer first because we want God to be the honored guest on this podcast. So let us enter in into his throne. Father God, we just thank you this morning. We are excited. We are happy that we can come and rest in your presence. Rest in all that you have for us. Rest in your truth, your joy, your abundance, your power, your glory. And we thank you for that. I want to personally, Father, pray for every person under the sound of my voice, whether they're listening on demand or listening live right now on our podcast or calling in. Oh, God, people are going through different challenges and family and finances and figuring out life itself. And I just pray that you would minister to them, Father. You know how to do that. You know exactly what they need. Comfort their hearts. Give them that hug in the spirit that they'll know they'll be able to sense your presence, Father God. Bring that answer to that person that or that family that has a wayward child or a marriage that's going through challenges. Father God, I just thank you, Father God, that you are showing them and that they are able to see that which you're doing. It may not be conventional. It may not line up with what the world may say, but it will definitely be an answer to their prayer. I pray that you will minister to me as I deliver this that is what you put on my heart this morning and that it will encourage those who are listening. I thank you, Father, and all these things I ask in your awesome son's name, Jesus. Amen. Well, I hope that you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful morning. Um, 
I hope that your week has been going well. It's already Thursday. We're already, what, 26 days into the new year. How is it going for you? And I definitely would love for you guys to send me your prayer requests, to send uh, your feedback to the process 319 at gmail.com. And always, you know, check us out on Facebook. Uh, I would love to have your comments about the show, what we're doing, and some topics that you may want to discuss. What are those areas in your life where maybe, you know, you're not moving through this process of life or this process of relationship with God the way that you would like it? Send those questions in. Let's let's do a study on that. Let's provide you the information, the teaching, the encouragement, the power, the motivation that you need to go on in God, to go on in Christ, to where you are sensing that movement and that maturity in your relationship with him. So we are going to go ahead and just jump in today. We're going to touch a number of different things as God puts them on my heart. Uh, And we are going to just jump in and see where he leads us today. Uh, So what precipitated this? What is the, the, the title of our show today? Alignment over agreement, focusing on the heart and mind of God. That is a, like, humongous topic. I mean, that would take us, like, all year to do uh, because it's so much meat right there. But what I wanted to first do is discuss alignment over agreement. And, you know, I got that little phrase right there from my church that I, uh, that I attend, and they, they are very into alignment over agreement, alignment over agreement. And that just really resonated with me this week as I watch the news, as I see all that's going on, the protests, the, the comments that I see on Facebook. This is not a message of whether agree or don't agree, but really just focusing in on where can we come together and align. For those of us who are believers, for those of us who say that we are Christians, that we follow the teaching Christ, uh, both Old and New Testament, how what what does it mean to align? What does it mean to agree? You know, with someone or something. Well, we pretty much have agreement together. So I didn't spend a lot of time there, but. I may go ahead and um, take a peek at that also, but I wanted to talk about alignment. When you think of alignment, you think of, or I think of, things that are apart that are coming together. Things that we we, we make we say comments like, um, "Well, when the stars align, it must be that things are coming together for me because my stars are aligning." That means things that were once. Uh, separated, are no longer together. But that alignment means it's not agreement. It's just that things are coming into place, that things are finding their place. It doesn't doesn't mean agreement at all, but we're just aligning to something. There's a standard, and now we're aligning. Things are aligning to it. If you don't have a train track, that's connected properly, that's aligned properly, then you can't put the pieces together. Or if you are going to seem 
a piece of two pieces of material together. They need to come together on that line for it to be straight according to that pattern. And if the line is not straight on the pattern, then the outfit or the sleeve or the pants leg is not going to look right. But there's a pattern that must be aligned too. I hope that makes sense to you guys. So there's a standard pattern or a, a set of goals or just the way when, when, when the light hits this, when things are aligned like this and this pattern, that everything runs smoothly. It doesn't mean that they have to agree. It doesn't mean that they're the same. It just means that they're in alignment. They've come together. You know, also another example you could think of is when you're driving on a highway and the the road is being demolished, you know, all this construction is going on, and they take the shoulder lane and make it the left lane or the speed lane because they're working on another lane. And so the two don't look the same. One may be blacktop, one may be concrete, but they've made them aligned to where they create a path that people can flow. They don't look the same. They're not the same material, but they've come together to accomplish a goal, to make something happen. So I hope those were enough examples to kind of help you see where I'm going with this. And what we want to do in light of all that we see on the news, on the radio, in the paper, on Facebook, whatever, we need to make a choice, a decision, to choose to really focus on the heart and mind of God in these situations because a lot of information is being shared. But we want to, especially as believers, we can't make anybody else do it, but as believers, we really want God's mind and God's heart on things. So my encouragement to you is to seek alignment in the things of God. Seek alignment in focusing on the heart and mind of God. What does that look like? Well, what would be God's heart on a situation? What would be God's mind on a situation? Hmm, don't know? The B-I-B-L-E has the answers right there. You can find it in a topical, a name's topical Bible. Pick a subject, pick a topic, and find out God's mind on it, God's mind. And I, I thought of a good example that I really believe the Holy Spirit brought to my mind, and that was the scripture in Deuteronomy and, again, in Matthew about divorce and how the society at that time went about bringing it to pass. And the Pharisees were trying to trick Jesus and ask him about divorce and what his thoughts were on divorce. And basically what Jesus ended up saying was, you know, look, because you guys were a stiff-necked people, you didn't want to listen, you didn't want to do what I what was prescribed. What was prescribed, meaning marry, no man puts it asunder. You know, you're married, married for life, going by the bang, you're done. But because the people or the culture of the day, not much for them today, were just giving or just divorcing or leaving their wives, for no reason. So because we have a just God, loving God, 
he said, you know what, we're not going to do this anymore. Since you guys are stiff-necked, since you guys want to be hard-heads, since you guys want to do things your way, then we're going to implement it like this. And if you want to see that, you can look at those scriptures in um, Deuteronomy 25. And it talks about it. Or you can go over to to Matthew 5:31-32, Matthew chapter 5:31-32, and we're going to go ahead real quick because I think that it's important. Because why is this? What does it have to do with alignment? Alignment is God is love. God is going to do the right thing for people. If we don't do the right thing, God will always step in to do the right thing for those who listen, who those who want to. So what do we want to do? We want to align with God's heart. And how does that show alignment? Let's go here and let's read this. Um, Okay, let's see. So 31, it was said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the grounds of sexual immorality, makes her commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Now, the reason I say I read that scripture is because when you cross-reference it, back over to the Old Testament, which is where we get these different laws from and everything, we see that he was talking about us stiff-necked people. He said, it was never intended for you guys to get divorced for any other reason other than this right here. But because you won't do it or because you're doing things indiscriminately, we have to set up a plan. In other words, God is himself to his word. He's a just God. He's a loving God. Can you imagine those women who were just abandoned out nowhere with nothing in that culture in that day where women literally were discarded? God cares, guys. God cares about us. God loves us, and he's going to put provision in for us. So we want to make sure that all that we're doing ultimately aligns with God. Now let me take a as I divert in a different direction just for a moment as we bring this together. When we seek to align with God, we do not deviate from the character of God. We do not deviate from who God is in his attributes. So if God is holy, then all that we're going to do in our alignment will be in alignment with his holiness. God is love, or God is a God of goodness. So we're not going to go with the good and violate the holy. We want to go in line with all of the character of who God is. And a good example of this is I was reading a book I highly recommend it by John Bevere called Good or God. Excellent, excellent book. And the reason that I like this book and the reason why it makes a strong foundation or a poignant example for this topic today is because we can get so caught up in the good that we have forgot about God and that we're no longer aligning to God. We're no longer aligning to his character, his purpose, his ways. But we don't have to agree on how it's done. We don't have to agree on where it's done. But the goal is 
to align with the mind and heart of God. And so it's important that we understand the mind and the heart of God. And one of the examples that he gave in the book is how is it that the the body of Christ, the society that we live in, has and, and I'm just going to really speak to the body of Christ, those who are believers and Christians, because we're responsible for that. We've already made this commitment. And he brought out scriptures that I had seen for years but never saw it. And that was the scripture in Genesis where Eve or the female saw that the tree was good. She saw that the tree was good. It was good and evil, but she saw that it was good. She focused only on the good and not on the obedience of what God had said. And that's what we do now. Very often I see is that we are aligning with the good to come into agreement with the good, but we're not in alignment with what God is saying. And we know that what God does and what God says is where we want to be. We don't deviate. No, Jesus never hung out with the devil to accomplish his goal. He never did that. And the enemy is never going to show his hand. He's never going to show the atrocities or he doesn't and when they do come out, we don't he doesn't want us to focus on the atrocities. He wants us to focus on the good. Oh, can't we agree that this is good? Oh, can't we agree? But yet over here, you have all this evil going on. And I had someone say to me once, oh, but he's a good person. Yes, but he's lying and he's cheating over here. So do we ignore this for that? So when we see this, we have to understand that in alignment, With God, we have to be willing to understand that people are not going to like us. People are not going to always agree with us or not even agree. We're not going to be the fun people in the room sometimes. When we choose to align with God, when we choose to align with God's principles, God is being merciful and patient. He's a holy God. He's a God of order. Order. He wants things done in an order. And when those things are done in that order, what do you get? You get an alignment. There's an alignment in prayer. Forgiveness, being able to glorify God. You can't just come to God and think we can pray and your heart is dirty because God cares about relationships, which goes back over to loving people. Love thy neighbor as thyself, as it says in Mark chapter 12, verse 31. We read in Matthew 5 how God, Jesus, explained the certificate of divorce and how divorce operated. Not that we're focusing on divorce for this lesson, but we're seeing how God orchestrated something for women or for people that would allow them to be able to function in society with a level of order. Okay. You're not going to do it right. Let's bring order to this thing. And then we have 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter, aligning with God's heart when it comes to love. 
aligning with my attitude isn't right right now because this isn't showing love. It's not aligning with God's purpose. They're not going to see the heart of God and the mind of God through me if I'm not aligned in love, if I'm walking around touchy and, and evil or bringing up bad things on people all the time. We have to align. If the world is putting negative comments out there about people, true, not true, what does love say? Love covers a multitude of sin. Love covers. Love does not expose. Love does not want something bad to happen in someone. So in all that we're doing in society, in all that we see going on, we want to align with God's heart. Am I showing love? Am I am I uh, disseminating negative information? It may seem good. You may agree with what's being said, but does it align with the heart of God? Does it cover that person? And the way I think of that is if you wouldn't want someone to go back in your past or if you wouldn't want something said about you that's negative, then give that same thing back. Align yourself with what God would do. Align yourself with the mind and heart of God. So let's give a couple of definitions here. What, what do we know about aligning? It's a state of being aligned. It's an idea of a straight line. We really talked about that already. And then we, if, if we want to be able to adjust it into correct relative position, adjust into correct relative position. It's like I said a few minutes ago. It doesn't need to agree. But when the, the stars aren't the same, the roads don't match. But they've been constructed, directed in a way to where they align to achieve a common purpose. They don't agree. They don't look alike. One star is big, one star is small. The roads don't match concrete, asphalt. But they've come together because they recognize, so to speak, that the coming together is going to get them to a common goal. It's going to get them to a destination and um, create that correct position. Thought about unity, unity and alignment. And I thought, let's just look at what unity is. It's a state of being undivided, a oneness, condition of harmony. Well, harmony has sopranos, altos, tenors, basses, different tunes. But when they are brought together in unity, I will never be a baritone. This just will not happen. It can really never really be an alto. But I can come along with the other section of a choir, and the music is harmony. We don't agree in the same note, but it comes together in unity, in harmony. It's not agreement. It's just a coming together. Where can we come together? Can I just love you? You know, I don't agree with this. No, I don't do that. But can we come together on this common ground? This is so important because people are dying, body of Christ. People are seeking God. People want to know, and they, they want that spiritual connection, that power, that energy that will transcend and change their life forever. 
that will give them hope. And aligning with God will give you hope. Because we understand what does God want. We know John 10, 10, that he came to give us life and life more abundantly. We know in Jeremiah 29 that he has a future and a hope for us. We know that in the, in the, uh, in the Old Testament, if I'm not mistaken, it's First Chronicles, we know that there he wants to bless us. We know in the, if the uh, epistles and the letters that he has designed a plan or he, his love is there for us. As we go through trials, he says, for us to count it all joy, there's a greater good, there's a greater plan in aligning with the mind and the heart of God. God says he'll never leave you or forsake you. We know that everything is ultimately in God's control, but he's giving us the power and authority to activate it in the earth. So as we align with the mind and heart of God, through the word of God, if you don't know it, Find it out. Find out. That's your homework for next week. Find out. Go through your word of God. Google a topic and say, what is God's heart on this? What was God's original intent for man, kind? Then God's original intent for creating male and female. And then align your heart with that. Align your heart. If you're struggling, with depression or you're struggling with abandonment, align your heart with God's heart. What does he say about you? He'll never leave you or forsake you. You are a jewel in his eye. He holds your tears in his hands. He wants more for us. He is our great shepherd. Everywhere we go, he will lead us. He will guide us. All that we go through is not good, but it can be turned into good if we will align our hearts, submit our heart to God and who God is. And we can go and look at, I want to look at John 15, uh, 18 through 27. John 15, 18 through 27. So I hope that this is ministering to you in a way or encouraging you in a way so that you will know and feel comfortable that you want to align with the mind and heart of God, that we're encouraging you to do that which um, will give God glory and really bring a, a, a new heart to you because we want you to be and to feel and to sense the presence of God in your life because it's very important. It's it, it brings that level of joy. It brings that level of peace and freedom that I know so many of us seek on a daily basis. So if you're there, John 15, let's go here real quick and see. So I hope this is ministering to you. Go ahead and grab your Bibles or just write that down if you can't get to it this very, very moment. But let's look at that. And I, I love John chapter 15. It's just so has so much good stuff right there in it. And here we go. Let's see here. This is just, again, aligning with the heart of God. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, I, a servant, is not greater than his master. So 
aligning, when we align with God, when we align with the mind and heart of God, people are not going to always find us on their top ten list. It may not be something that we're going to seek. So we don't need to seek them liking us. We don't need to seek being in agreement with them. We want to seek our heart and our mind being aligned with God. So I'm really stressing that a lot because there's so many voices out there. There's so many things, news, media, everybody's hollering at the, you know, and, and they're saying different things. And it, so it makes good sense. It makes great sense. But does it align with the heart of God? Does it align with what God wants to do in the earth? And I'm going to really leave you with this piece. We are God's representative in the earth. That's why he created Adam and then gave him Eve in the first place. So we want to align our hearts to God in prayer. And we really want to draw close to him to where we can begin to find out what does he want us to do in the earth so that we can give him glory, so that we can make a viable change. The body of Christ, who has the power and the authority of God, has the ability to exact major renditions, so to speak, or changes in the earth. So I hope this helps you. If you don't know Christ as your personal Savior, I implore you, seek him out. He's already sought you out. He sent his son to die on your behalf, whether you accept him or not. He did that just for you. Ask him to come into your heart today. Say, I no longer want to do things my way, but, God, I choose to do them your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope that blessed you. See us on the our Facebook page, The Process 319 Unleashed, and also feel free to email me at theprocess319 at gmail.com. Have a great day, guys. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.